you're listening to Completely Optional Knowledge, and this week I phoned up someone from Minneapolis. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Sure. So my name is Brita Green. I'm a producer at Minnesota Public Radio, and I guess that's all you need to know, right? Well, we also need to know that Brita has a question. It's actually sort of a mystery. Yeah, so my question is, why frozen lakes and rivers make such a weird, creepy, eerie sound sometimes in the dead of winter? Okay, she's curious about this because she works in a newsroom, right? And not long ago, one of the reporters did a story on this bizarre noise that everyone started hearing suddenly this one night. This crazy, creepy, creaking sound. This was during the polar vortex when it was super cold out. And the sound seemed to be coming from the frozen river. And... While we had reported on it, it wasn't clear that anyone had ever really figured out sort of more scientifically what was actually happening. Right. Okay. Can you actually play a little bit of the sound that that people were awoken to? Sure. Let me cue that up. It sort of sounds like you're almost underwater or something. Yeah, it's it's like, it's just a messed up sound. Right. I mean, people were sleeping in their house, so not just far from the ice, but through several walls right. um, and woke up. So it caused mass panic on the streets of St. Paul. Right. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I maybe wouldn't go that far, but maybe minor panic on the streets of St. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it caused mass slight curiosity on the streets. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm Andrew Norton, and this is the Completely Optional Knowledge Podcast, brought to you by Greenpeace. Ask, inquire, seek the truth. The show where we take questions that make you go, huh? And we try and make you be like, oh. So to help solve this mystery, I called up this guy. I'm Chris Polishensky. I am a scientist who studies snow and ice all over the Arctic, and I work for an organization called the uh, Cold Regions Research and Engineering Laboratory. And I did not know this, but apparently you eat very well when you work in the Arctic. Well, the food's great, uh, and, and you can eat a heck of a lot of it because it's cold outside and you get to burn it all off. Um, I'll, I'll be eating between five and 6,000 calories a day, and, and I'm a light eater compared to a few of the other members of the trips. He is a man who knows how to eat, and he knows his ice. And he's heard this eerie sound that Brita heard in Minnesota a lot. And it still kind of freaks him out. It's definitely a, a, a hair-raising sound if you're out on the ice. It, it sounds like Godzilla. Or it sounds like something from a sci-fi movie. It, anyways, w what the hell is it? <laughs> it's actually caused simply by the ice changing temperature. Any material, when it undergoes a change in temperature, gets bigger or smaller. And ice is uh, a material that expands and contracts with temperature more than some other materials. Okay. I'm with you on that part. Yeah, and when the sound is at its most active is usually in the mornings and the evenings when the sun just came up and it's starting to heat the upper part of the ice, or in the evening it's starting to cool off. And as it's starting to cool off, it's shrinking just a little bit. And as it shrinks, it can't deform fast enough to keep up with that. And eventually it'll get just enough of a pulling, 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 and then it will snap and pop apart. And you're hearing that snapping as that crack propagates all the way across the lake. Let me just make sure I'm with you here. So it sounds like 
the ice is heating or cooling so fast that it can't manage to change shape quick enough. So this big crack forms all of a sudden. Is that right? That's right. It's cracking and and all sorts of movement and jostling of these pieces is happening. Why does it sound so weird though? Like I've heard ice cracking in an ice cube tray or something like that, but what accounts for this strange otherworldly noise? The, The otherworldly noise is really based on what's transmitting the sound to you. You've got three different media that could transmit that sound. You've got the air up on top, you've got the solid ice, and you've got the liquid underneath. And so you're getting the same sound essentially played on top of itself three different times by the time it gets to you. And some of the different uh, higher frequencies or lower frequencies transmit better in solids or liquids or gases. And so it's sort of not, o- it's not only playing it on top of each other, it's remixing it too. So, so it's like an, an orchestra of cracking noise, one coming in from the air, one coming in from the ice, one coming in below you from the water, and they're all kind of playing it a little bit differently. Exactly. And, and instead of having that nice clean snap of if you, if you took an ice cube or an icicle and broke it in half, you're, you're getting all of that remixing on top of each other that's making these gurgles and warbles and 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 really interesting sounds and i know this phenomena can be particularly loud you can hear it from blocks away and miles away potentially for sure it it can be quite quite noisy and and particularly if if you're getting an unusually cold night then you're getting a lot more contraction and you're going to be making new cracks that have never been made in that ice before. And unusually cold nights tend to be those nights where we have a high-pressure system come through and it's really still and it's really clear and you're in this wonderful environment for sound transmission. And and you've, you've got to have no snow on the surface. So even better is to have a windswept, clean, perfect skating-like ice surface. Wow, so this idea that the sound is sort of amplified in three different ways and the way that that makes sound sound, doesn't it make you sort of want to go out and do other crazy things through water, ice, and air? (laughs) Just like make weird noises. (laughs) Wait, like like have a concert and put the speakers under the water of like an iced over lake? I mean, how crazy would that be? It's like a crazy sound art piece or something. Right. And I was hoping that you'd maybe use this new power to like calm the people of the Twin Cities when when this creepy noise happens again. You can kind of like when people are panicking or creeped out, you can just be like, no, listen, guys, I know science. This is what's (laughs) happening. Maybe next year we'll be freezing again and then we'll have to run a story out here and it'll be, you know, the answer that everyone's looking for. Well, Brita, I trust you will use this knowledge wisely. (laughs) And thanks for your question. Yeah, I'll do my best. Thank you so much. The Completely Optional Knowledge podcast is produced by me, Andrew Norton, and it's presented by Greenpeace. Our theme music was created by Breakmaster Cylinder. Oh, I also want to thank Jennifer Jarrett, who works at Yellowstone National Park. She's the one who got us that second ice cracking noise. Visit completelyoptionalknowledge.org to subscribe to the show, to hear other episodes, and of course, to ask your questions. Because after all, we can't make this without your questions. And please, the weirder, the better. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back in two weeks with more Completely Optional Knowledge. 